0: This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems.
1: Welcome to another episode of No Pants No Problems. Two mates having stripped back conversations for men's mental health. Jeff is back this hey, week. Hey,
2: I'm back. How are we guys?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm Better? doing
2: okay now. Yeah, I had my <clears throat> COVID kick the crap out of me, but yep, I'm back. I'm doing all right now. Was yeah. there a lot of hangover from the COVID? Look, I think. I've still got the lung thing going on. like yep. my lung capacity feels like it's probably about 50% what it was beforehand. so if I uh, cough a little bit off microphone or seem to fade out, it's because I've just run out of air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, your sentences might be a little bit shorter. Yeah, shorter sentences. Yep. I've, got to, I've got to maintain my,
2: my oxygen in my body.
1: Um, we got Alex onto yes. your microphone.
2: Thank you very much, Alex, for coming in and uh, filling yeah. these tiny little shoes that I
1: leave behind. That was good uh, for the last couple of weeks um, to chat to a different big ranger big in, rang, yeah. in the chair. Um, but no, we're back we and are you're back. back on track. I am. I'm. Everything's pointing in the right direction now. Okay. We're good to go. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I came with a topic this week. You did? Yeah. I came with two, but I've forgotten the second one. We'll work that out by the the end. We normally work it
2: out about halfway through and switch, so that's fine as well.
1: So during the last week, uh, I had my 20-year school reunion. Wow. Which I've been saying, actually, I've I've been saying to people just my high school reunion. High school reunion, not how many years. Or if I'm writing and I write it coming up to my redacted year school opinion <laughs> uh, but I've admitted to everyone here that it's it's 20 years um and it was interesting interesting yeah I had regular listeners will not be surprised that so it started at one I got there about 130. Um, from about 11, the anxiety yep. started, Yeah, right. which uh, regular listeners and you, Jeff, will not be Hell surprised a, by. De- definitely aware of, yeah. You might be surprised it didn't start at 11pm the night before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was a bit of anxiety because I didn't know who was going. Yeah, it's a big part of it. And sure. I haven't kept in touch with a lot of people from high school. Yeah. But... I knew one or two that would be there and then because that person's there, these two would probably be there. Yeah, yeah. So, you could, so you, like, could, okay. you, could, you could put a group together. Yeah, there's kind of two or three that I know I can talk to and I'm lucky in that it's my dad that organises our high school reunions. Well, so he was, like,
2: he was the principal, was he
1: not? Almost. almost. He was up there Yeah, yeah. and now his thing is the um, ex-student engagement is part of his thing now. So I was lucky that if no one from my year level that I wanted to talk to was there, dad would be there. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got someone. <laughs> I could at least stand at the bar and yep. talk to dad. But it was good. The first person that came up to me, I reckon I haven't spoken to since year 10. Yeah, right. Um, and what it made me think about and what, what I want to kind of chat about tonight was how people... Change, Of course, yeah. But also how much high school is just a little part of you. Yeah. Like you're so underdeveloped Yeah, when you're a teenager.
2: And also kids are dicks. Yeah. You know, like most of the kids that I went to high school with that were like the bullies and stuff like that, I've caught up with, you know, just from living in the same area still, you, you bump into these people. And you're like, you know, this guy's actually a decent bloke. He turned out all right. You know, he found out how the world really works.
1: As as you get older. Yeah. But, and also, like, you do, you mature. Yes. Like, a 15, 16 year old boy is just a mess. Of course. It's just, it's it's,
2: it's all hormones. Yeah.
1: I heard a comedian say the other day, you're basically just a skin bag full of hormones. Pretty much. (laughs) And that makes you do all sorts of, you know, things. And maturing since then. I was chatting to a guy that I was kind of friends with back in school, uh, and he was saying, "Oh, you know, back in the day, I really, I really hated that guy." Yeah. Um, and he was the first person I saw when I came in, but then I saw you, meaning me, and so I came over and chatted to you instead. But that guy that he hated was the first one to come up to him and, and say hi. Yeah. And so it was like, oh yeah, you know, obviously he's not. And it wasn't that you know. They actually hated each other. It's just that their groups in high school were clashed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And when you're 15, that's a little that's clash. Hate. That's <laughs> hate. Yeah. And I never want to talk to that guy ever again. Yeah. But then, like, they were the two two of the last people hanging around at the pub together. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was interesting in that sense. And I think that moving on and changing. Thing doesn't just apply to high school. No. Like, you could not see someone for 10 years and this is why I try my hardest not to hold a grudge. Yeah. There are some it's, people it's, that I'll hate forever and that's just the <laughs> nature of those people. Me too, me too. Um, but I try not to hold a grudge because... But there are certain people you'll meet
2: that you know are either not mature enough to understand the situation that you're going through or something like that, especially from a high school age. Yeah. You're not going to hold, you know, oh, that guy was really mean to me about this, you know. 20 years later, he's probably been through a whole mountain of shit himself that he's not going to... He's going to be a different person, you know what I mean? Like there's... But then there's other people you meet that are just dicks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they were dicks when they were 15 and they're still dicks when they're 35. Yeah. I'm shaving a couple of years up. And there were... There weren't necessary. There, there was interesting. There were all of the guys that were there, I chatted to all of them and they all chatted to me. Yeah. Which was really interesting because after about year eight, my friendship group in year eight, I hardly spoke to from year nine to 12. Right. Um, and I totally changed friendship groups. Um, and a big part of that, and I, and I chatted to one of the guys on the day, a big part of that was me being in the closet. Somehow, yeah. in year seven and eight, I ended up friends with what became the good-looking popular boys. Yeah, right. And so, as they were getting better-looking and more popular, that was more of a threat it, it to more, me being an more closet. and more, more and more confusing for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and I was saying this to that guy on the day, and so it was really interesting that there were there were guys that I was friends with in year seven and eight, and then had very little to do with for later high school. Yeah. But then. We reconnected at the reunion and we had a really good chat and sat and had a few beers um, and it was good fun yeah uh, unfortunately, my friends from later in high school weren't there didn't make it for whatever reason yeah um, but yeah there weren't anyone there wasn't anyone at my high school that I was like, "Oh, I don't want to see that person anymore yeah which I feel I, I feel quite lucky yep. That I haven't had that, but um, it was still interesting to see everyone 20 years later, and everyone looked very different, but instantly recognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a tangent on my own thing. What I was saying was that there were a couple of girls that didn't talk to me. At all? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they... Were, were they friends with
2: your girlfriend from high school that that thought she was in, that thought she was in love with you and didn't um, didn't realize that she no, was she b-
1: wasn't actually in love with me she cheated on me she wasn't in love with me oh, yeah bitch. what a hussy <laughs> it was fine it wouldn't have lasted much longer um <laughs>
2: my my high school experience was experience was a little bit different because you know being the the road scholar and rocket surgeon that I am I actually didn't pass year ten which was a really uh, interesting timing. I I passed enough to actually go up to year 11, but it was also at the time I'm old enough that that was the first year of VCE instead of HSC. They switched over from the high school certificate to the the certificate of education. So my school, three schools merged. So I stayed back a year, which meant my entire friendship group from year 7 to 10 Moved to a different school to do the oh, VC to move to the VCE, and I stayed back and it started this this new conglomerate school that was Bayside in Williamstown. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, so I basically had to make all new friends in Year Ten, and my high school reunion was a class reunion for that Year Ten class because it was such a crazy year of everyone starting again. Basically, yeah, we did a fifteen year class reunion. And then five years later, there was the twenty year reunion for that, which was probably twenty years ago now because I'm that old. <laughs> yeah. But it was, um, yeah. I, I had no interest in going to the school reunion because that was again that class that moved on and did their VCE, and i dropped out of school to become, you know, a, a warehouse worker. A so yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty much told by my principal in year eleven. Don't think schools for you, mate. Just go get a job. So that's right. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It you. doesn't happen anymore like that. But that was the case. The case back then, you know. Like, yeah,
1: I don't think there were the the pathways. Yeah. that there are now. Yeah, but I, I would
2: have been a Vcal student before the Vcal was a thing. Basically. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but no, it was a good. It was a good day. Yeah. And it was good to reminisce. Yeah. A bit. Um. A couple of the guys that I reconnected with on Saturday I'm going to catch up with again, uh, again mm-hmm. which will be good. It was really interesting. One of the things we bang on about a lot, um, it was really interesting chatting to people about what they're doing now yeah. 20 years later. Yeah, And I don't think a single person that I spoke to is doing what they went to uni for.
2: Oh, right. That's, um, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So It is um, It is. a funny a funny way
2: our education system works. Like, hey- you're 17 years old, 18 years old, you don't know what the hell the world's all about. Yeah. What do you want to do for the rest of your life?
1: Well, the way <laughs> some of it works at my school was the subjects you picked in year nine affected D- the def- ones you did in year 10, which was then what affected your VCE. Wow. So it was, you know, in the middle of year nine, coming to yeah. and saying, What do you want to do at yeah. uni? Now that you, is, what do you want to do for your career? Now that you
2: found out your dick's not just for pissing out of, yeah. what do you want to do with the rest of your yeah. life? <laughs> like,
1: well, this this thing seems yeah. fun. Let's yeah. do that. How much can I do that and still pass VC? <laughs> yeah. um, I tested that theory. Um, it's yeah. So I don't think any of them are doing what they went to uni for. Yeah, um, and. Some are close, yeah. but then some are wildly different. Yeah. Like accountant to primary school principal. Oh wow. Like huge change. Yeah. Um Ta- teacher
2: to the Brewster, the type yeah. of changes, yeah.
1: Teacher to barista cafe owner. Um other was like uh I can't remember specifically. Yeah. Oh one was like forensic science to now like customer relations manager for oh, wow. a that's women's organisation. Com- like- <laughs> completely on a different... Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and that's re- that was... It was really interesting to chat to people about those changes um, and how much people have changed not only what they want to do but who they are yeah. since high school. Um, and even... Like I saw a lot of people at the 10-year reunion, even from the 10 to the 20, Yeah. a lot of people have changed as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's just something that I guess if you've listened to more than one episode of No Pants, No Problems, you'll know I'm obsessed with change. Of course, yeah. Um, so it was good to chat to people about the things that they've changed and how they've changed in the 20 years.
3: Yeah.
2: A lot of people, it's, it's not just a career change, obviously. It's a complete personality change. Like catching up with a mate of mine who was like the quiet guy at school yeah, is now like a biker, you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I like, did not see that coming. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's the, you know, one, one guy who was like always the popular kid is now like a recluse, you know, like didn't yeah. it's, it's just, you know, things happen in your life that completely change the course of who you are as a person. You can't, you can't pick at 18, who you're going to be at 35, 45 years
1: old. No. And high school's such a controlled environment. And there's so many it's, little choices and you you can't do them all. No. And like so as much as I did and I have all my life done music and sport. Yeah. That wasn't an option at school. No, though. it's either do you want to be part of it? Because tra- I was in tra- so many training rehearsals. and training and
2: practice would be the same type yeah. of yeah.
1: And they're similar times, but then I missed, you'd miss classes here and there. ...because of rehearsals. Yeah. And so they would give you an exemption from even playing sport... Yeah. ...so that you could have those study periods back. Yeah, yeah. So there would there would be a lot of... Like one guy that I was, you know, reasonable friends with in high school... Um, ...had no idea I even played baseball. Yeah, right. And like I was doing that since I was eight years old... ...all the all way the through way high through, school. All the way just through, just through the, till recently, yeah. You know, he was playing all his basketball at school. Yeah. I was playing all my sport Outside. on Sunday. Yeah. Um and so yeah, uh, the, at school I was just the music kid. Yeah. And so anyone looking now is like, oh, he still does music, but he also does the sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, since high school I've played four different sports competitively. You're not the podcast guy. <laughs> no, I did drop the podcast into a few conversations. Yeah. Um, So maybe a couple of people might be listening from that. Um, Yeah, it's such a controlled and it's such in so many ways a limiting environment that you just have... You essentially become the stereotype almost uh, in high school and then you've got to kind of grow... Well, create yourself from there. The high school
2: I went to was a tech school, yeah. So it was an old, it was a trade school. You basically went went there till you were old enough to get an apprenticeship, and then you left. The first year I started in year seven at that high school, the year twelve graduating class was four people
1: because because they were
2: the only ones who stayed at school because everyone else is like, I'm sixteen, see you later. I'm going to get an apprenticeship because that was how it was back in the day.
1: That's an easy reunion to organize.
2: (laughs) Do you guys want to catch up for coffee? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a very different time. Like my, my biggest issue with my staying back the year instead of going on was my schools went from a tech school, which was like five girls at the school, to a combined three schools, which was now yeah. 50 50 girls. So for the first time in my pre. Pubescent life; yep. there was just girls, girls everywhere, everywhere, and I was like, "This is not good for study time." So, no, yeah, certainly that's where I have met been. my wife,
1: yeah, <laughs> my first wife, and the rest and, is uh, history,
2: and the rest is terrible, terrible history. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> one interesting thing, one yeah, so the big thing that stuck out to me was how much that the guys had matured. Yeah, which you it, know makes sense for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one guy actually apologized to me and if i hadn't have had as many drinks as i had i would have had more of a conversation with him about it and right. I we'll catch up and talk about it properly but um at some point my sexuality came up yeah um and for those that haven't listened to our episode where jeff interviews me about it i didn't come out till after high school yeah um and- Go back and listen. Good episode. Yeah, I'll link it in the uh, episode description. It's- He apologized to me that he wasn't the safe friend that I could come out to. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he was ge- like he was genuine and sincere yep. in that. Um, he's a teacher now, so he kind of gets, gets the idea it. of setting up the safe space for kids. Yep. Uh, and he's a dad as well. And- yeah, so he was like, oh, I thought we were, you know, good a lot, friends. A lot closer and, than we actually um, were, yeah. And I, I said to him, I said, it wasn't you because was, yeah. I came out to no one yeah. for all of high school. It wasn't like, oh, I don't think I'll tell those boys just in case. Yeah. I was telling no one and it was actually I was more that I was in denial, not that I felt unsafe. Yeah. Um, And so that was really interesting to see his view of it. mm um and how he felt about it and I'll dive a little bit deeper in that with him when we catch up at a later stage but yeah it's interesting to see how people have changed and how people's views of the same time yeah are very different yeah definitely um and
2: everyone looks back with rose-colored glasses and yeah. You know, like everyone says high school is the best years of your life. You, no one got out of bed in the morning like, gee, I'm glad I'm going to high school today. Like yeah, no. it was the worst thing in the world at the time. But, but it's, it the also, it's the only time in your life that you see so many different people that you are close with on a daily basis as well. You know, like yeah. You do end up with workmates in later life but not three hundred of no. them. And yeah. but
1: also yeah, high school friendships are totally <laughs> Different, I think, to any other friendship. To anything you're ever going to do,
2: because no. you can literally not see that person ever again after one day, sort of thing. <laughs> this yeah. is the funny thing: like you, high school ended, and you don't speak to three hundred people you saw every day for yep. years. Yeah,
1: yeah. And but the ones that you were close with in high school, it was six hours a day. Exactly. Yeah, you were in each, in, in each other's pockets. Classes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. There was one. I reckon there was one guy I sat with. Even through year 12 when you got to choose whatever subjects you want. You guys followed a similar path. We had two subjects together, yeah. which meant that for the whole of year 12, we spent 10 hours a week in classes together. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, as well as seeing each other at recess and lunchtime and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you don't get that again, even in workmates. Yeah because
2: because you, you you're living out loud in high school, you know what i mean? Like you're yeah. anything that happens to you, you're like, oh, this happened at home. You tell everybody what's going on in your yep. life. You're not you don't have that filter that of like maybe you should keep that to yourself.
1: But also well, you
2: know, it's in high school where you get burnt and learn why you keep things to yeah. yourself as well, you
1: know what i mean? Like, and when you're at uh, when you're at work, you're not sitting in the back of the class and you can chat while things are happening. True. You're working. Yeah. And so there's yeah. not that freedom of time as much as there is when you're in high school. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my... I've kind of talked all around it. Um, but, yeah, that was interesting on the weekend. That was good. So, you, yeah. you've
2: actually caught up with a couple of guys that you're going to continue a, a, yeah, a regular catch-up with?
1: One actually lives quite close. Yeah. Um, and he's keen to catch up. Um, and another one I had a good chat with and he... He's a teacher and a father of triplets. Wow. So when I messaged him after, I said- oh, you it, know, it'd, it, be- it'd be
2: great to have anyone
1: to get away from the house yeah, yeah. for if you've got triplets. I said, <laughs> um, it'll be great to catch up. And he goes, yeah, yeah it would. I said, you're the father of triplets, you, so you, you pick the you, date. You, you, you work <laughs> it out, yeah. <laughs> like, if that might be in three months, that's fine. Yeah. If you text me and say- Are you free right now? The missus has given me the next two hours off. I'm going to be at this pub, yep. then I'll go. Yeah. Um, but he's given me the job of choosing where we go because I'm in the hospitality industry Yeah. Um, and I don't have five-year-old triplets, so I've actually left the house in the last five years. That's right. Yeah. So I might know a place to go. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I went in anxious and a little bit nervous, but I also went in pretty open. Yeah, of course. And that's something to try and tie this... Discussion back to some kind of mental health thing.
2: Yeah. Well, no, look, um, it's, it's
1: more about change, about yeah. how it's,
2: it is like you said, one of the things we do talk about quite a lot that, you know, who you were 20 years ago doesn't have to define who you are now. Who you were yesterday doesn't have to define who you are now. You've got that power to change who you are. Yeah.
1: And the people that you have connected with in the past may not be the people that you continue on the path with. Yeah. And yeah.
2: Do you remember that show? Uh, Home Improvement with Tim Allen. Yeah. There's one of those, you know, you, you watch garbage TV shows, but there's always that poignant moment that stays with you for the rest of oh, your yes. life.
1: Usually that was Wilson over the fence. It was Wilson. It was a Wilson
2: yeah. moment. Yeah. He was, um, Tim Allen was talking about catching up with his buddy from college. Yeah. You, know, you know, he's now 40 years old, got a family, all the rest of it. And he says to the neighbor, like, I want to catch up with him. He's been my best mate for 20 years. And he goes... Has he been your best mate for 20 years or was he your best mate 20 years ago? Yeah. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, we haven't spoken for 10 years. Yeah. I don't know this person at all, basically. And the problem with that one was Tim's was now a family man and all the rest of it. And his college mate was still exactly the same, still wanted to party, still doing, you know. To sit Yeah, yeah so of, of course, course, of course. He was. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's, but yeah. that, I'm saying it was one of those conversations that stuck with me. It's like, yeah, a life lesson in even no matter where you get it from is still yeah. I
1: I have a a friend, a friendship, and it's quite interesting. We were best friends, or there was a like kind of three families that were really close friends. Yeah, from like when I was two, three years old. Mm-hmm. So mums ended up at the same playgroup. Yeah, and so we became friends. Yeah, because the you're, mums you're, lived, you're with together. Yeah, the mums together lived walking time, distance anyway. together. And we were going to the same primary school, so we were best friends. And then I left that school. (laughs) Did Um, did I date one of them? No. (laughs) (laughs) I left that school and then uh, she went to another school and we didn't see each other for probably 15 years other than, you know, at her mum's 40th. Yeah. They invited the family Of course, the whole family was was there, yeah. And then I ran into her when we were probably in our mid-20s. Yeah. And... We played tennis against each other, right? And then we had a chat after, and we've actually almost just picked up as really good friends again. Oh, that's good, which is really unusual. Yeah, it's really unusual, but I think it also shows that there must have actually been some connection, yeah, early or that you know our family upbringing and our family values. There'd be a lot of a cro- lot enough. of crossover things, that, yeah. that keep that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, um, there, she was the one that when, you know, when your kids, oh, her and Lee will get married one day. <laughs> uh, but I've married a man and she's going to marry a woman. Oh, okay. So they go. got that very wrong. Well, there you go. You do have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked that in that a lot about people changing. I have another yeah. topic. That which- ties in. Ties in not to people changing, but ties into going to reunion and my business networking event. Don't do it. Separate or now? Now. The other thing that I did at the reunion was I said at the start that I went a little bit anxious and nervous, but I also deliberately decided, and this is the thing I've talked about a lot, about like we can just make the decision to do something or behave a certain way. Yeah. I went. I decided to go in very open to chatting to whoever yeah. about whatever and connecting. Not
2: having the walls up for that guy who yeah. pissed, pissed me off in grade six or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, also
1: yeah. going, yeah, you know, I haven't spoken to Michael since year eight, but it's been 25 years yeah. since year eight. Um, so who cares? You know, yeah. this is just a room of people that I have one thing in common with. Yeah. And so we'll have a chat and see what happens. In most of the chats that I have, I won't chat to them again until the 30-year reunion. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, the worst part for me about walking into that
2: situation is they're all going, hey, do you remember? And like, damn, I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> My memory is
3: shit. Well, they had the... Yeah. the
1: um, do you school, know this guy? No. The school magazine yeah. was there so we could flick through. Oh, and that's awesome. go, Oh, that's, I remember that's this fantastic. person, that yeah, person. That's awesome. There was one where we just looked at a picture and the three of us just named every person that was in. you like, yeah. who's that one? And I knew that person and then Michael knew that person. Oh, and then, good, good. So we put a whole lot of pieces together and then later we were chatting to the guys about like, oh, I can't remember who I dated after I dated this girl. And someone else was like, you dated her. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. we're all putting the piece together. But that's not <laughs> my point. That's sorry, sorry. Yeah. Gone I, off I, I took it on, on a different tangent. For a change. Um, it's, yeah, I think I did well by deciding that I was going to deliberately be open yeah. to whatever yep. and not go in with preconceived ideas about the people that were there or what I was going to get out of the day. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I could have easily, and I would have in the past, gone in and been like, oh, I wonder what they're going to... And I, I did a little bit at my tenure, go in kind of wondering, oh, I wonder what they're going to think now that I'm out. out and, I'm, yeah. you know, I've been gay for not 10 years or Is this going yeah, to be a thing? Yeah. Um, and how, you know, but also it's another time where I'm going to have to discuss that. Thirty yeah. times. Were there many I kind of thought that anyway moments or Um no not really. No. A couple at my ten, but we didn't talk about it much at the twenty. Yeah, of course. Um it was old news by then. Yeah. Mm. And but it's also a lot's changed between twenty twelve and twenty twenty two. Very true. in terms of how people talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Um and how I talk about it because now I'll just go da da da, da my husband da da. da of course. And, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Go on. Not um, not partner,
2: not trying to
1: yeah, yeah, and not, you know, talking around it yeah, or yeah. talking and then half pausing in case they've got something to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I went in with no expectations of what the interactions would be like or what I would get out of the day. It's a bonus that there's a couple of guys that I'm gonna catch, catch up, up with, with again. Yep. But you know, I just went in, and I was like, Oh I'll see, you know, see some faces that I haven't seen in a while and have a couple of drinks and waste a bit of the afternoon. Yeah. Um and that was it. Which was good. And a change to how I would normally have gone into something like that.
2: Yeah. So you actually made it yet. Yeah, the conscious decision part is the Yeah. Is a good thing to talk about, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's also helped. I went last week as well to my first ever business networking event. Right. um, Which I was more nervous about because there was actually no one I knew. Yeah, of course. At that one, it wasn't like some backup person. Is that like a local thing or a... uh... Uh, So it's the Gay and Lesbian Organization of Business and Enterprise. So they have a monthly networking meeting. Yeah. I don't call it a business networking meeting. So it's just go and meet other people. Yeah. Um but networking generally is business stuff. Of course. Um but I decided as well to go into that with the same kind of open mind and just be like I don't know if I'm going to get 12 catering clients from this or whether I'm going <laughs> find to a, find a lawyer that's going to help me with my next rental contract yeah, yeah, or yeah. I'm, I just know I'm going to... Again, a room of people that I have one thing in common with yeah. <laughs> and we'll chat and I'll have a couple of drinks um, and we'll see what happens. And it went pretty well. Um, I don't know yet, you know, the business benefits of it. Yeah, But I certainly... And any networking is not going to be bad. Yeah, but it's also like I've done a networking now. Yeah. So if another networking comes up, if there is a local one, yeah, um, I can go. Oh yeah, I can do a networking thing. Of course. And yeah, I definitely feel like making that conscious decision myself of being open and deciding that I'm going to be open In, in the moment to chat. Yeah. And not expecting too much from the night. That is difference. that is the thing, isn't it? Like
2: with anxiety, with depression, you can get too much in your own head before you even walk through a door. Yeah. And then you're like, this is going to suck. This is going to be difficult. People are going to be looking at me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. by the time you get yeah. to the, by the, time you get the, the, the door, you're, you're a mess. Yeah.
1: And then the anxiety side of things is like, what if I say the wrong thing? Yeah. Or what if no one comes to talk to me? Yeah. Or what if I eat too many sausage rolls and I yeah, yeah. think yeah. I'm a pig? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah. I don't think I thought I was a pig though. <laughs> um so yeah, and I think. Do you mind if I take this plate? Yes. I mean, yeah. um, yeah, that's catering. for everyone. That's, sorry. No, that's I'm fine. in catering, so I just need to check all the food. Yeah. Um, I think it's not easy, but I I do think what I've done in terms of forcing myself to decide that that's not an issue has been a huge help. Yeah. In dealing with my anxiety in terms of meeting people.
2: And this is not an immediate. I just woke up one day and said I'm not going to do that. This is yeah. years of
1: yeah, and it's been
2: self-reflection, self-awareness to get to the point
1: where you can make that decision. And it's been incremental and there's been test cases and there's been oh, I'm just going to try it out with this thing where there's three people I know and three people I don't. Yeah, yeah. And and then that's gotten me yep. to the point of a room of people that I don't know. Yeah. Um but funnily enough, the first person I saw when I walked in went to the same high school as me, <laughs> 20, like, you know, 20, years. 10 years apart. Yeah. Um. So I didn't but, know yeah. him from that, but we both kind of recognized each other. I was like, oh, did you go? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I think I, I actually joined this organization 18 months ago. Yeah. And this is the first event I went to.
2: Is this the thing you were doing the renewal of last time I saw you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, 18 months ago I joined. Yeah. And this is the first one I went to. So (laughs) anyone thinking like, fuck off, Lee, you can't just decide that suddenly you can go to a room. It's taken taken
2: a year and a half of going, I want to do this, to just
1: doing it. And some of them were significantly easier to enter because they were Zoom. Like I didn't even leave the house, have to leave the house to do it. And I, find and I, Zoom, I find
2: Zoom quite intimidating, to be honest. Like when I, I joined a, a beard chat group. It was a bunch of blokes from New South Wales that were trying to open up a yep. Victorian chapter of their beard club sort of thing. And I was like, fuck it, I'll put my hand up and get into this. Yeah. And yeah, sitting there with a bunch of guys that all knew each other really well and being that one guy that nobody knew
0: oh, yeah. was
2: quite intimidating for me. And, and I'm, 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 I'm th- usually pretty good in a crowd. Like I'm, but if it was yeah. a crowd of people... In a room, I would have been fine, but over Zoom, it was like, "Hey, uh, I don't want to interrupt you guys yeah. while you're talking." But
1: Zoom's pretty hard. Zoom can be pretty hard to communicate with, and there's no escape.
2: And that delay, yeah, that slight delay, like I oh, start to, oh, you talk now, no, uh, you're talking now. Sorry, oh, yeah, it's that. It's just that one little that little microsecond of enough to make it difficult.
1: And the way that the their wall of cameras faces. work, the yeah. wall of faces, is that you there's no escape. If you look yeah. off to the side of the screen, everyone can just see that you're not paying attention. You probably look bored, yeah. Even though you might just be looking somewhere else, yeah. Whereas when you're in a room with other people, and in these kind of things, they're engaged in groups of two or three. You can kind of slink off a little bit, yeah. Have a little break from it, yeah. Or just yeah. go to the bathroom or go back to the bar if it's that kind of event, yeah. Um, but you can't really escape on a Zoom wall, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it, modern, it took me. That's a
2: modern technology thing that I'm not comfortable with.
1: It took me 18 months to get to one of these events, um, and I did it bit by bit. Yeah, by deciding that each time a little bit was like, "Well, I'm not going to worry about this," and you know, a few times I went, "Well, I'm not going to worry about this," and then did worry about it. Yeah, but and over time, I've beat myself up less and less. Yeah, about. Not succeeding in that. Yeah.
2: So we've chatted in the past about being open to new experiences and, and being able to try new things and stuff like that. This is evidence of your following through on what we practice and what we yeah. preach, basically. Yeah. I like so that.
1: Um, the next networking event for that group is not nearby. So I might miss that one. Right. Because it's an hour drive away. Uh, but I think I'll go again. Yeah. Which will be good. Yeah.
2: So it's a statewide thing.
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of Melbourne-based. Okay. But they occasionally do a regional one. Yeah. Right. Um, which I think is good that they do regional ones, particularly for LGBTI people. Yeah. Um, because you know, if I was in, you know, Ballarat, there might be one other queer cafe owner in the whole of Ballarat <laughs> you'd probably know each other whereas in West Footscray just in West Footscray I think there's three yeah, there you so go. <laughs> there's um a lot of difference yeah um so yeah I think I'll go again but it's also given me the confidence to be if I see it pop up that there is a Footscray networking event you can pop I'll just it be like in. oh I could do that yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. start um, with your
2: people and grow bigger
1: yeah that's it and we'll um We'll see what what comes of it. Yeah. But yeah, it it's um it's been a good week uh in terms of getting myself out there, which has been one of my goals yes. for a while. Well done, yeah. mate. So, Congrats. Welcome back. I talked all about myself. No, it's fine for forty. That's, fine. Minutes. That's all good. Um but next week we'll talk about you. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. We'll be back next
0: week. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. Music composed by Shane Cole Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.
1: Cheers. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee, and I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at 2 Drink Cinema. Cheers.